Welcome back to Your Rights Matter. The podcast where we look at getting the rights you're entitled to and helping you navigate your way through the often complicated system. This series is brought to you by Living with Asperger's in South Wales. Their mission is to create a fair and inclusive society for those living with disabilities. In this series, I am joined by Kester Dean, Disability Rights Advisor. Together, we are here to help. From asking your employer for adjustments, learning to use the Equalities Act, and using courts and tribunals, all in one easy-to-listen mini-series. For Living with Asperger's, I'm Harry Bly. This is Your Rights Matter. episode we're talking about courts and tribunals commonly known as small claims courts i am as always joined by kester dean disability rights expert who tells us how to use the small claims courts and clears up some of the common misconceptions about using them kester tell me about courts and tribunals what exactly is their purpose yeah so courts and tribunals are there so that citizens can enforce their rights. So if we take, for example, the Social Security Tribunal, if the DWP tells you you're not entitled to a benefit, you have the right to go to a tribunal and say, look, I am entitled to it, this is why. And if the tribunal agrees with you, it will tell the DWP to pay you that benefit. And in hearing your case, it must make reasonable adjustments. It's slightly different... Um, but the essence of it's the same, that they must give you a, a fair opportunity to participate so that you can effectively put your case so as to have a fair chance of getting what you're entitled to. The county court is the one where you typically have to take an Equality Act case for failure to make reasonable adjustments, and although sadly that's generally become a circus for lawyers, it's not what it was for, and citizens are entitled to bring their own cases to it without lawyers. Um, litigants in person have to be um, accepted by the courts, and they have to be accepted in such a way as to give them a reasonable chance of succeeding, even if they're against a large organisation that has an army of lawyers working for it. Um, so. Don't feel too intimidated about bringing a case. It is hard, though, because these organisations will always threaten you with costs and make a big thing of that. What they won't tell you is that no court has to make an order of costs. And secondly, they actually have to win to get their costs. Well, you're going because you think you're going to win. And if they've trampled on your rights, you will win. Um, so that shouldn't deter you from bringing a case, although organisations will try and avoid talking about the actual case and talk about costs, talk about time limits, talk about anything they can to avoid your case actually being heard. And the reason for that is that the Equality Act is so much in favour of disabled people that organisations don't like actually engaging with the actual issues. So if they start doing that to you, you know you're on to a winner and don't be put off. How can we access courts and tribunals in order to make a claim? Are there costs involved? Yes, I, um, there's no cost at all with a benefits tribunal. Um, an employment tribunal, there's a very, very tiny risk of costs. 
County court, more of a risk of costs. And this is the problem with the Equality Act because that's where you have to bring your case. Um, what would make sense is if there was a free equality tribunal, but there isn't. So we've got the county court, and we have to use it. Um, most claims, though, are going to be valued at less than 10,000. I've never seen any valued at more that would end up in county court. Not goods and services case, not cases against government departments regarding public functions. Everyone I've seen has been valued at less than 10,000. That means that it's small claims track. That means that legal costs are not available to the other side if you lose, or to you if you're that matter. You can't hire a lawyer and get them to pay for it. Um, the idea is that it's informal. It's supposed to enable citizens to bring cases without legal representation, either themselves unrepresented or with lay representation. Um, so make sure that you make your claim knowing that it really should the opposition will try and get it into another track so they can intimidate you with costs but as i say nearly all these claims they're less than ten thousand pound and they should almost all end up in the small claims track let's say i have a claim i want to take it to court it's my last resort what process must i follow the first stage is to tell the opposition the service provider the government department whatever it is to tell it that you're thinking of bringing a claim against it in the county court. Tell it what it's done wrong, tell it what it needs to do to put it right. You can do that as a complaint or you can write to their solicitor. Um, if they don't do what you say, then you can fill in a, a claim form, a county court claim form, it's form N1, you fill that in, you lay out either on the form or separately and put C attached, what your grounds of claim are and you send that to the court now technically that's supposed to be three copies of everything but if you cannot do that then again the court must make reasonable adjustments for you so if you can do one set and email it because you, you maybe can't manage postal services if you can do one set and email it they will accept that they know they have to and they will because they know that they're there to accept cases from citizens who bring cases against organisations when their rights are infringed. And never forget that that's the purpose of the courts as far as the Equality Act is concerned. So if I want to take a case to court, do I need a lawyer? You don't need a lawyer for Equality Act claims. In fact, it's almost certain that you won't get one. They've restricted legal aid to such an extent that if you try and get it, they'll tie you up in bureaucracy probably and you won't get it. To give you some idea, I asked how many cases they'd funded in an entire year and it was five in an entire year and that was over all categories of discrimination. So if you go down that road, road, road sorry, they'll probably sap your energy and you won't get anywhere, which is the idea of it. If you bring your own case as a litigant in person, then you're in charge and, and, and you know that you'll be able to get off the blocks and bring it. And remembering their small claims, legal aid isn't available for small claims anyway. Um, so the idea of that is it's informal relatively and it's specifically designed to not be for lawyers, but, for be, to, but to be for people bringing their own cases. If someone's listening to this podcast now and thinking... I'm having a similar situation with my hometown council. 
what is the process they need to follow now? What is a procedure that they can, you know, get the rights that they deserve? So it's telling the council, probably the complaints procedure is the easiest way, tell them that what they're doing isn't meeting your needs, laying out clearly, which is the key to reasonable adjustments, lay out clearly what you need them to do, and then say to them that if they don't do it, you'll make a claim in the county court. Where can we get more information about these issues that we've covered in this podcast? There's a number of useful websites. The Equality and Human Rights Commission has a lot of useful information. There's the usual ones you might imagine, like Citizens Advice. There's my own website, Kester Disability Rights. And then there's specialist ones like, for example, Stammering Law, which has a a lot of information about claimants bringing Equality Act claims themselves. That focuses on people who have a stammer. Um, There's a lot of information out there, fortunately, with the internet. it's readily available online. So there we have it, a brief introduction to courts and tribunals and how to use them. And as Kester says, there's plenty of support online. That's all for series one of Your Rights Matter. Series one of Your Rights Matter is presented by me, Harry Bly, with guest Kester Dean. Visit his website, kesterdisabilityrights.com. This podcast is a Think Tank production. For more original podcasts, go to thinktank.fm. I'm Harry Bly. For Living with Asperger's, you've been listening to Your Rights Matter.